Hello, hello, hello! We are back on History Highlights, and today we are going to be talking about the Sons of Liberty with our special guest, the Father of Liberty, who is actually Paul Revere. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Paul Revere here. Happy to meet you. Now, he's getting on his old days, but... Paul, you used to be a son of liberty, now you're more like a father of liberty, but why did, when you painted that picture of the bloody Boston Massacre, do you think that, do you think you described it right or wrong? Well, I guess I took some liberties, as father liberty is like to do. I I wasn't exactly the truth that they were shooting on on us is, and we weren't at fault, so I, I guess it was somewhat my fault. But, 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 but Paul, don't you think that they had, that, don't you think that even though you, the colonists did start that, that you guys sort of had every right? They were imposing taxes on you, they had no right to do that, they were going to drive you out of house and home. Do you agree with that? I do, it was so unfair. And we didn't have cameras back in that day to take actual pictures. So I took some liberties and expressed my feelings that the, 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 the Redcoats were very, very mean and unfair to us. Yes, and I agree with you. Now, here's some, but the Sons of Liberty did, they were really representing their main motto, no taxation without representation. Now, listeners, I'd like you to think about that for a while. That basically means that the colonists weren't going to listen. The colonists, well, they were, most of them were patriots, but they weren't going to obey the British laws unless they had someone there to make the laws. And after the, the, um, this the stamp act was removed they kept on putting on more acts and more taxes and i think they finally had to take some action don't you agree with that absolutely they they backed us into a corner and what could we do outrageous what they were doing to us, taxing what we drank and ate, when we had no way of voting on it, so we thought we would get them in the pocketbook, in the economy, and show them how unfair and mean they were. That is another example of, yet again, no taxation without representation. Now, why didn't you just go ahead and start the war? Why didn't you just go up to the British and start firing. Why did you choose to, to do your revenge in this way? Well, first tea, then bullets. We didn't have the, the arms or the men to fight at first. We had to 
We have to get people motivated and the team motivated people. Imposing on, on common resources was just a downfall for the British. If they hadn't wanted this, the Revolutionary War to come, they basically just asked for it by imposing the Tea Act. Now, by the time the revolution began, you, you guys, back in the day, when we were still sons of liberty, you had every, do you think that you had every right to do it? Or do you think that you were sort of taking chances, sort of hoping that they would act in certain ways? What if they hadn't? Do you think you would have won? Do you think that I would be saying this not in English today? Maybe we would still be in Britain. Well, you you gotta break some eggs to make an omelet. You gotta take some chances when it's important to you. And I agree with that completely. If no one ever took any chances, no one would ever get anywhere in life. Risks are risks that you have to take. But the Sons of Liberty were referred to because of their taking these risks and the British saw them as just terrible. The British saw them as they had no light and the colonists saw the British as they had no light. They were referred to as the sons of violence in hopes of giving them a bad reputation. Now, what do you think about this, Paul? Well, they got what they deserved. They didn't treat us right and so they had to get it. We had to be free. Give me life. Give me liberty. Or nothing. Without liberty, there's no life. And I agree with that. Now, you guys first formed as maybe you could say the Royal Nine. The Royal Nine was a group of people that sort of were basically like the Sons of Liberty. But before they called themselves the Sons of Liberty, which they got their name from, from Isaac Bayer, he referred to the American colonists as Sons of Liberty in one of his speeches when they were arguing against the passage of the Stamp Act. Now, the Sons of Liberty flag was created by Gunter Kochler in, in a year that was much before the flag where we have that we have today. But Paul, don't you think that that as being a father of liberty, don't you think that this flag sort of resembles the flag that we have today? It's red and white with a bunch of stripes on it, though it is missing stars and blue. Yeah, Gunter was a funny guy. He, he had some sort of fear of stars. We kept telling him it would look better with stars, but he just liked stripes. Everything he painted was stripes, and he was gonna put some blue in it, but, but they ran out of blue with the factory, so he just did red and white, but, but it's the start. It was a good start. Everybody has to start somewhere. There's our father, father of liberty, always with the jokes. Now, the Sons of Liberty had to arrange secret meeting places because if they were caught by the Redcoats, 
that would be the end of it all. Some of the meetings were held at what they called Liberty Tree, was an elm tree in Hanover Square that they nicknamed Liberty Tree because that was where sometimes they had their meetings. In New York, in New York, they would they would signal the location by by building or waving around a tall pole that was called a Liberty Pole. Sons of Liberty in Boston would often meet at the Green Dragon Tavern, which was which was made for a long time, and the first real famous painting of it was engraved by by Russell in 1898. They protest the Stamp Act. Now, while it was eventually removed, the Stamp Act sort of was the first formation of the Sons of Liberty that we know today. This act was a major event leading up to the full formation and uniting of the Sons of Liberty. And don't you think that that sort of led up to the Revolution and War? Absolutely. It was the very start of it. Now, the, the Sons of Liberty were the first cause of all the colonists uniting to fight the common force, which in this case would be the Redcoats. The Redcoats. Now, John Adams, Benedict Arnold, John Hancock, Patrick Henley, Joseph Warren, Paul Revere, they were all the the most famous and original joiners of the Sons of Liberty. All those people have gone down in history as famous people, and some of them have even taken famous places in our history. We will mention them today, and our children will mention them when they are in school. commonly known as Paul Revere. What do you think about the situation with the coronavirus today? Well, I think the way to keep your liberty and keep your life is to follow the best advice and stay physically distant, socially involved, learning as best you can, but keep on a mask and keep six or ten feet away from people. Particularly if you see any British redcoats coming. That's right. I want to just give a shout out to all my listeners and all the people out there that are fighting for their lives and, and having to go through hard times to just stay home, stay happy, and stay energized. Now, for a little music from a classic soundtrack, Hamilton. I'm a scholarship to King's College. I probably shouldn't brag, but dag, I'm amazed and astonished. 